to be joined by Ashley Colley, associate producer at ESPN. How are you doing today, Ashley? I'm doing good. How are you all? We are doing great over here, and I, I've been mentioning it. You're the 6 p.m. Sports Center AP, but who is Ashley Colley? Well, I think I'm, I try to make sure that I'm someone who's advocating for women in sports. I feel like I learned that really early on, that there weren't a ton of us. Um, so trying to make sure that as someone at ESPN, that as younger females are coming up, that I'm someone who can go to or really anyone in the industry. Um, I'm a former president of the Association for Women in Sports Media, which is a national organization that um, basically just advocates and helps support the women. I'm currently uh, the VP of digital, but just someone who I've had a lot of women in my career help me. And I want to make sure I'm, I'm giving back to others um, as I'm in this industry and after I leave too. Absolutely. And I was going to bring up your Instagram because I saw it for the first time today. And I saw <laughs> that you were the VP of digital for awesome, which I was a part of pretty heavily in college it was um or it is a fantastic place to meet other women in the industry and the guidance that I got from some of the women through awesome it it was absolutely incredible and um some of the best advice that I got for my career that I still practice to this day um I got from awesome so I think that's fantastic that you are so involved with that yeah I actually started uh we have student chapters and so we're on campuses across the country, we're also for professionals, and I actually am a co-founder at um, the chapter at the University of Missouri. And so just having that support system in college when, like you mentioned, you're trying to figure out what you want to do and you, you're looking for others in the industry that are like you, um, just being able to do that in college, then I wanted to make sure I was still doing it um, as a professional. And so joined the board um, here nationally after and have been involved uh, since then. Absolutely. And um, just going to go through your career now. So we've mentioned you are the VP of digital for awesome associate producer at ESPN. And for those that don't know what an associate producer is, how is the best way that you describe what an associate producer does? Yeah. So the best way is um, you kind of do a little bit of everything. I want to say you, a lot of times if you're watching sports center, You'll see different videos. So if you see, like, Patrick Mahomes at practice, we might be getting that from the field and cutting that VO. Um, also, a lot of teams are talking, so we might be listening to the coaches and players and cutting that and turning that. Um, some days I do longer pieces. Like, on the 6P, we have an SC report where we, you know, dive into a story that's maybe a little bit more complex and needs a little bit more time, and so I'll work on producing that with um, a reporter and a producer kind of in the field. Some days I'm doing segments on the show, so I'm, you know, uh, before I was on the 6P, I was on NFL Live, and I was producing that, so I have good relationships with all the NFL Live talent, um, and the NFL is, my, you know, one of my favorite sports to follow, so um, I maybe am working with them, producing, like, hey, we're going to talk about uh, what do you think the keys are for, for stopping the Eagles offense, you know, coming up. Or sometimes I've even been um, blessed enough to produce the full sports center segment. So there's a lot of things you can do, but I think it's really good that you get a lot of experience and hands-on um, while you're here at ESPN and figuring out what you want to do and can step into a bunch of different roles. Yeah, whenever I'm – so I work a lot of Vanderbilt games here in Nashville, and 
whenever I'm doing football, I'm working on the graphic side of it. And it's always the AP that I'm working closely with. And so that's something that you didn't even <laughs> mention in the many, many roles that you do yeah. as an AP. But um, on for game broadcasts, and they're the ones that come in and say, hey, here's this stat. Let's make sure we have a graphic built out for this. Hey, here's this. We need to make sure we have something to support the talent with this with this graphic so that they have something on screen that they can reference. Um, so there's many, many, I was, I don't know if you were listening to the show earlier, but I was talking about SIDs, the sports information directors and just all the different roles that they do. And I feel like APs yeah. are very similar in that same, same thing that they have a variety of roles. Yeah, that's a very good comparison. But yeah, you wear a lot of different hats and you never know which one you're going to be asked to do. <laughs> but always just being prepared and knowing you can, you can do it all is great. When did when did you know, what was the moment that you realized, hey, this is what I want to get into as a career? Um, so it's, it's kind of funny because I also like I look back and I notice all these things that like I didn't before how I used to like shoot videos of me and my cousin doing things when we were little or like editing different sound things or creating like posters of NASCAR and Mizzou basketball schedules. Like those things, I don't think I really noticed that I wanted to do it. But now looking back, it's like, oh, that's things like producers do. Um, I've always liked sports and I used to call into the local TV stations and report our high school scores. And we had to do a job shadow um, in freshman year, kind of like, oh, what do you want to do? And I, was, I didn't know what I wanted to do. So I was like, let me just see, you know, our, our calling in the scores like is that something that they would be open to and um the abc station um in columbia kmiz uh the director there he was like oh sports director is like yeah come on in and i went to um got to meet gary pinkle at the time who i ended up producing his show later on which is just uh funny but he was like so open when they were at the event that we were covering and so as a freshman I was like oh my gosh this is so cool and so I kind of started to explore that path a little bit more like I love sports is this actually something I could do and actually went back and job shadowed him again uh my junior year and started to do broadcast classes and got uh, an internship at the NBC station that the university owns and started working out there and it just kind of took off just from a job shadow. So if you're interested in anything, I always say just ask if you're able to shadow. I know a lot of people can do that at any time, um, but just you might see that you, oh, this is what I want to do or, oh, this isn't. Absolutely. Uh, even if you're shadowing somebody for one job, you're going to end up seeing a lot of different roles and you never know what could possibly pique your interest from seeing all of those different roles. And you mentioned that you have a love for sports. You have to have a love for sports if you're working in it because you're you're doing it day in, day out, very long hours. Yeah. Where did that love come from, though? I want to say it probably came from my dad and also, like, my mom used to play sports, so I was really involved. Like, I started playing t-ball. I feel like that's a way that a lot of kids can get involved. Um, I, I feel like soccer's grown more now, too, but I played t-ball growing up, and my mom used to play, so there was that there. I used to go to a lot of um, Mizzou basketball games with my dad um, growing up. So there was that, you know, going to the high school um, games in our town. I'm from a really small town in Missouri. Like, I graduated with 91 people. So, like, those communities, which I'm sure, like, you all are used to, too, like, they're ingrained in you from such a young age that I just feel like I was around it so much that that's how I got my love for it. 
Absolutely. And we're actually up against a break right now, Ashley. We've hardly scratched the surface with you. So if you could stick with me through this break, I'd really yeah. appreciate it. Uh, again, you're listening to Power Hour with Sammy Kincaid in the Strike and Spare studio. We have Ashley calling on with us, and we'll be right back after this break. Ad paid for by Anthem Tax Services. Attention, if you or your business is behind in filing your tax returns or if you owe over $10,000 in back taxes to the IRS, please listen carefully. The IRS does not joke around and will not stop their collection efforts. If you're tired of the IRS letters, levies, liens, or wage garnishments and would like to get a fresh start, we can help. Due to the financial hardships in the country, the IRS is making it easier than ever to settle tax problems for those who owe more than $10,000. We can help settle your delinquent tax problems and all collections and may even reduce your back taxes significantly. Even if you can't afford to pay your back taxes, you can still get the help you need. We've helped thousands of taxpayers just like you, but you must call 800-240-4917 today to stop your tax problem from getting worse. The information is free and the help is real. Call 800-240-4917. That's 800-240-4917. Again, 800-240-4917. Realtors abide by a code of ethics. This is Article 9 in action. Beth, a first-time homebuyer, knew nothing about the home buying process, except that she wanted to buy a home. But her Realtor had the expertise to make sure Beth understood every document, even giving her copies to review with her lawyer so Beth could close on her first home with confidence. Complicated things explained in simple terms. The difference between an agent and a Realtor is real. Realtors are members of the National Association of Realtors. That's who we are. Bundling car and renter's insurance with GEICO is so easy, your neighbors are probably already doing it. But who? Look for the signs. Chances are they live in a home and have a car. They use money and enjoy having more of it. They probably drink lots of lemonade. Mmm, lemonade. And they probably said something suspicious like, I'm bundling with GEICO or stop spying on me with those binoculars. If so, you may want to ask them how easy it was to bundle with GEICO. Bundling is easy with GEICO. Just ask your neighbors. As a professional realtor in Nashville for more than 40 years, Richard Courtney is one of the city's top-ranked real estate brokers. He's also the author of two books and the real estate columnist for the Nashville Ledger. What does all of this mean to you as a home buyer or seller? Expert knowledge, guidance, and trust. Give Richard Courtney a call today at 615-300-8189. That's 615-300-8189. Or online at richardcourtney.com. Golfers, tee it up this Thursday through Sunday at Edwin Watts Golf Shops for the Callaway Fitting Event and be the first to score the new Paradigm Woods and Irons. The woods are engineered with forged carbon to maximize distance and forgiveness. The irons feature a forged face for increased launch speed and spin. A new paradigm in performance. Go to WorldwideGolfShops.com and reserve your free custom fitting experience happening this Thursday through Sunday. Edwin Watts Golf Shops, home of the 90-day satisfaction guarantee. It's the Afternoon Stretch with Zach Williams and Bruno Reagan. Coming off his second straight SEC win, this one at the bank. Clark Lee, thanks so much for joining us. Hey, this is my favorite time of the week to be with you guys, so I'm happy to be here. If you think that's not going to be on a promo, Clark, you are sadly mistaken, <laughs> Clark, sir. you just made the haters so furious, so thank you very much. <laughs> the Afternoon Stretch. The afternoon Stretch with Zach Williams and Bruno Reagan. 
search WNSR live video on YouTube and watch the Power Hour live with your host, Sammy Kincaid. Welcome back into Power Hour with Sammy Kincaid in the Strike and Spirit studio. I'm Sammy Kincaid, and I have on with me Ashley Collie and Ashley, you can't see why I'm laughing right now, but if you could have seen Devlin McKenzie, the producer for my show, how excited he just got over this song. We just changed the <laughs> intros to the song to to the show, and um, this is the second week of it, and he gets so thrilled for for this final segment intro. Well, I always forget because it's new. I always forget that it's about to hit, and every time it does, I get so excited. Oh, Ashley, I'm so glad that you could stay on with us through the break. Um, we were just talking about your love for the game and how it really came from your parents and um, being around them playing sports. And um, when was it that you decided, because you've mentioned Mizzou a couple times, and I always, always have like a little cringe whenever I hear Mizzou, but they really do have such a good broadcast program. So when was it that you decided, yes, I love being around sports because your parents put that love in your heart for sports, but when was it that you decided, I'm going to go to Mizzou, which is really what the top broadcasting uh, or one of the top broadcasting schools in the country? Yeah, I think growing up so close to it, it was kind of my only option, and my dad went there, too, so um, that was the only one I really looked at. Also, you know, I, I played sports, but I kept getting injured, so I was like, maybe I should switch to covering them. It seems to be a little bit <laughs> less um, injury-prone. You know, sometimes you have to be head on the swivel on the sidelines, but um, it was just always, like, there, and I think, too, getting reps as a high school senior um, it's very rare to do, but the, the TV station they own, I got an internship where I was earning credit um, through my broadcast program and just being there and seeing how I was able to get immersed immediately, it kind of was the clear answer that like, oh, okay, and they also realized I was a local student, so um, when students leave during breaks, <laughs> I was obviously still there, so that, that obviously helped a little too. Absolutely, and hopefully nobody from my alma mater was listening and heard me say everything I just did about Mizzou. I had to; <laughs> it, it hurt saying it a little bit, but they really do have a great program there. And as an associate producer, and whenever you're producing, you're really how I like to describe it to people: you're the GM, the director is the coach, and the talent is the QB. So technically, talent can go go off the rails, do what they want. As a QB, can they can listen to whatever play the coach is called, or they could do whatever they want. Um, and then the coach gets, I mean, the bigger vision from the GM, which is the director getting the bigger vision from the producer. So you really control a lot um, of how the broadcast is going to go. And I feel like it's very key that the producer is always level-headed and stays calm. How do you stay calm? during a broadcast? Yeah, I think it's working on developing those relationships with those people you mentioned, so the director and the talent, because hitting the fan, it's, you know, as long as you all are on the same page, then everything's good. And so I think making sure that, you know, you have a plan or, you know, if things are changing, that you're communicating ahead of time, that you know what's going on, and that, like you said, you are remaining calm, because if I get worked up, then everyone else is, and it's going to show on TV. And I think that's what you want to do is like you want to make sure that the viewer at home doesn't know anything's happening. So if everyone else is able to just adjust, they're like no one at home knows what the rundown is. Like we've thrown the rundown out a lot of times and we just go for it when the news happens. And so I think by making sure that that's what 
you're seeing on TV that it looks like it's going to plan, um, that's the best thing you can do. And so trusting each other. I know a lot of times, you know, when I was producing NFL Live, it was working with Lauren, making sure that we were good and we were saying, hey, we're changing this. Hey, we're doing that. Um, and so making sure you trust each other because if stuff does go wrong, it's not going to come back on you. People are going to be talking to the talent. So you want to make sure also you're putting them in the best light possible. And I don't think you could have mentioned a better talent to work with than Laura Rutledge. Uh, She's a mentor to me and she's been on the show a couple of times. Um, She's great to work with. If you were getting advice to, oh, sorry. Yeah. No, she's great. Like, again, I would say if anyone wants to learn, just watching her, I think you can learn from anything. You know, as a producer, she's helped me. If you want to be a sideline reporter or just a reporter, just listen to the questions she asks. Um, Because a lot of times she's also listening. And so I think that's a big thing that you can learn is like listening to what she's asking and how she's reacting to what answer she's getting. And I think that's such great advice. That's what I was going to ask you. What is your advice to somebody that is wanting to get into the industry? And I think listening is so key. Yeah, and I think just watching while you're watching the games, um, I think just listening to everyone in general. So maybe it's the play-by-play, maybe it's the color, maybe it is the reporter, because uh, sometimes they also, like, at the, either the beginning or halftime, you might have two questions. So what two questions are you going to ask? Reading the body language after, how are they reacting? Um, I think just the more you can watch and learn, um, because you might not get those experiences yourself. So what can you take from other people's experience that are going to prepare you for that time? That's something I just say is, like, learn and ask questions. I mean, part of being a producer, too, is I I talk a lot with maybe our graphics producer, maybe our TD, our AD, and I just ask how things work. But then when I'm in my role, I'm like, oh, they need to know this because it will help them. I think it just makes everyone better, too. Absolutely. And we're up against the end of the show. So quickly, I want to get what is your favorite moment in your career? Uh, I think last year when we went to the Super Bowl, we were at Disney. So it kind of combined my loves of Disney and (laughs) uh, NFL Live. And I got to produce, uh, help produce three shows out there. And it's actually kind of the end of my NFL Live career. So it was a, a perfect bow. And just that whole show is great. And then I transitioned to SportsCenter, which they're great. So um, definitely being there was uh, probably a highlight moment for me. Absolutely, I was gonna I was gonna talk to you offline about your love for Disney. That was something else that I picked up from <laughs> on your Instagram is that you love Disney, and I, I'm right there with you. I like to call myself a Disney nerd, still a pass holder. So we'll definitely have to talk about that offline. But I really appreciate yeah. you joining me today, Ashley, and I think you gave such great insight to those that are wanting to get into the industry. And uh, I just appreciate you sharing everything with me today. Yes, thank you so much for having me. Thank you so much, Ashley. And thank you as well to Maddie Fancher for coming on.